0: Hey, good morning. Oh, so. Hour two of the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071, everything, entertainment. Let's talk a little music news. Give me a
1: beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With
0: Donna Valentine Yee-haw! and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is, is the beat. beat. Well, this is not good news for Lizzo. Who everybody seems to love, right? On the surface. People love her. Her positivity. Her messaging. Her talent. Well, she's being accused of mistreating her backup dancers. And that includes supposedly weight shaming them. Hmm? Three dancers who got their jobs through Lizzo's show, Watch Out for the Big Girls, They are suing her for major damages due to her behavior. Two of the women were fired by Lizzo. The third person quit. And one of the complaints is that Lizzo took them to live sex shows in Amsterdam and forced them to interact with performers uh, in sexually explicit ways. She was also... Super demanding, demeaning, demoralizing to the point that one of the women peed herself because she was afraid to ask for a bathroom break. The women also claim they were uh, banned from taking side uh, side jobs uh, during pauses in Lizzo's tour. And a couple of Lizzo's former employees who are not part of the lawsuit, excuse me, have also stepped up to corroborate the these claims. That is not good. I just can't picture it.
2: Well, uh, yeah they they are surprising allegations to hear about, and and you know upsetting. Like I said earlier, there are a bunch of different ways you got the your reaction to the story. At a minimum, if you are in a position of power whether you're a man or a woman you're in a position of power yep um just good to probably not bring your co-workers the the people that you employ to sex shows now it feels like that's kind of a low bar gang here that we're setting right um just just don't how about we started with that um and then you can avoid all Mm. all sorts of off there just from a tactical HR perspective,
0: absolutely
2: of looking at that. But yeah. then I now I the 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 article that I read I didn't see the details regarding fat shaming, mm-hmm. which would be uh particularly confusing, considering how much Lizzo has been pro body positivity. Correct. So I, I haven't seen the breakdown on that. So I don't know what I can say to that. But that's an interesting generic allegation to be out there
0: absolutely and the one person who came forward um who's not part of the lawsuit says um i'm not part of the lawsuit for clarification but this was very much my experience in my time there big shout out to the dancers who had the courage to bring this to light and then soon after um uh Somebody else shared, she shared a screenshot of, oh, this person's statement to their own Instagram post. Um, so they're sharing this information. And, um, yeah, this is, this is going to be interesting. Lizzo, I don't think, has put out a statement yet, but she's going to need to. Sure, they're working on one as we speak.
2: Yeah, it's... Uh obviously <clears throat> trending on twitter it's got a lot of people that are seem to be talking about it
0: um, yeah there was one of the
2: 186,000 tweets that's all i
0: know wow I know that means. um so she was taking these these people out for a night on the town when they were in amsterdam and they went to the red light district which of course is known for its sex theaters and shops and nude clubs And when they arrived, Lizzo allegedly began inviting cast members to take turns touching the nude performers and like just all other very inappropriate behavior that she was encouraging. And, you know, not everybody's that free, girl.
2: Let's see here. Uh, Questionable website, so I'll read out loud where I'm reading it from. uh, PerezHilton.com. says that Lizzo's one-time creative director and another former dancer both have come out publicly to agree with the claims made in that bombshell lawsuit first filed against her on Tuesday. Um, oh my God! Yeah, so, these are
0: your employees, you know.
2: Uh, but so, so, and I let's see here, um, dancer Courtney Hollenquest laid out allegations about having suffered similar treatment while working on Lizzo's projects. Holland Quest took to Instagram stories to relay the claim, showing support for the three dancers who filed that suit and shedding light on another angle to this controversy. I'm reading this cold, by the way. She said, uh, for clarification, I'm not a part of the lawsuit, but this was very much my experience in my time there. Big shout out to the dancers who had the courage to bring this to light. Mm. Um. So anyway, I don't know if more, if that means more people will come out and add some stuff there. Um, Then there was someone who
0: um, recorded a meeting without Lizzo's knowledge, like made a recording of the meeting and uh, Lizzo became furious and allegedly hurled expletives at the group and stated that she was going to go around the room person by person until someone told Lizzo who made that recording. And that person, I guess ended up getting fired, but they recorded it for professional reasons, according to, uh, you know, the lawsuit. But wow, this is bad, 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 bad. And I hope it's not true.
2: Um, Holland, (coughs) Holland question. I was reading from there um they said who who used to tour with Lizzo um then she like she, she reshared somebody else's story later Quinn Whitney Wilson mm-hmm. um Wilson was Lizzo's former creative director mm-hmm. who was also uh, previously walked away from her uh post there several years ago so she the creative director reshared Holland Quest that other dancer who's like I'm not in the suit but uh, that checks out with me yes. then the creative yes. director and the, you know, the Prez Hilton article was mentioning that's worth noting because that's a person who is in more a position of power, right. a creative director as opposed to right. a backup dancer in the hierarchy. And, um, that person said, echoing what you said, I haven't been a part of that world for around three years for a reason. I very much applaud the dancers courage to bring this to light. And I grieve parts of my own experience Wow. I'd appreciate space to understand my feelings. In a Holland Quest, the dancer said, my sister forever, only if you know what we've been through. Oh,
0: my Love gosh. Love you, Quinn.
2: Um, you know, it must be, look, these are allegations at this point. So you want to sort of walk slowly toward yes. any place of judgment. Of course. Uh, that being said, it must be interesting for people who have someone who has a front-facing public persona Mm -hmm. but if they know something very different about how the person is behind the scenes but then they see everybody just because all people do you know when you go on like a late night talk show is just gush over these people oh my gosh Lizzo everybody loves you just all you know all this and fill in Lizzo's name with anybody else's name that's just what they do it's the natural gushing Um, and for those people if these are true that must have been a troubling time and not to mention concerts when people are just you know screaming out and all that if you feel like you experience a different version of that person behind exactly the scenes.
0: yes 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 yes
2: well i'm sure this won't be the last that we talk about this nope. but a uh but a big story today so
0: yeah sadly yeah all right well we're out of time yeah, all right and when we come back, though, oh, this is real fun. Let's talk about some uh, unusual things that celebrities have in their homes. We've got a list. We'll share it with you when, when we come right back on My Talk. Yeah, All right, you guys. Got a fun list here of unusual things celebrities have in their homes. Welcome back to the show, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. This is a list on BuzzFeed. And. Let me give you some highlights here, okay?
2: I'm worried this is going to make me view these celebrities differently. It might. Maybe for the better.
0: Mm, likely for the worse. Correct. <laughs> Cheryl Crow, for example. I, you're going to have to do some explaining for me. She has traditional death masks.
2: Okay, the worse.
0: <laughs> that were created after the person passed away including former presidents William uh, McKinley and William Howard Taft. What is a traditional death mask?
2: It is a wax or plaster mask created to resemble a person's face after he or she might have passed. It is used as a perfect representation of the lifelike reminder of the person who once was. Many cultures throughout history have represented loved ones, famous people or elite people after their death with these masks. This is essentially one step away from having a taxidermied president in your house.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I, can we do that before I die?
2: I don't think you would like that. You want to go to your sister's house and she's got a taxidermied version of you?
0: Well, no, but I'm saying, can you make the mask of me today? Not after I kick it at St. Mary's Hospital.
2: I don't think we mean that the face will look like what their face looked like after they died. I think it means we will only use this, a, a, a traditional death mask is used to resemble a person's face, comma, after they are no longer with us. Not what their face of death looked like.
0: It says masks that were created after the person passed away.
2: I don't, I think you would only use a traditional death mask. To represent someone who had passed on, but it won't look like their face when they died. So, like, if your face droops at the last second and you say, I regret it all, let's say, (laughs) hypothetically, your final words. It won't be that version of your face. It would be this version of your face. To remember you when you were alive after you died, not how you died.
0: Okay, but are they putting, like, plaster of Paris on my face? I don't think you have to
2: lay for it. I don't think you have to go in for your death mask. Although there may be some med spas in town that offer it. I don't know. <laughs> but I think that this would just be done based on molds and, and pictures. Does anybody oh. know this stuff for sure?
0: Clearly not us.
2: <laughs> Hang on. Let me see how you make a traditional death
0: All right, you do that, and then okay. I'll tell you about Rain Wilson and his pig farm. Okay. He's got uh, a pig farm and a barn and collectible gas station art. Including Mobile's Pegasus logo, which has bullet holes. Okay, you do you.
2: I might stand corrected here. How to make a traditional death mask. (laughs) The face and head are oiled and greased. And then thin layers of plaster are applied and built up in layers. To aid in removing the mask, threads are embedded into the plaster so that the threads can be pulled. This cast creates a mold. Wet plaster wax can then be poured into the mold, creating a positive model. Now I have to look up, is the person dead when you make a death mask?
0: Probably. you do that. All right. Neil Patrick Harris has a stretch portrait from Disney's Haunted Mansion ride. It's the man in striped boxers that's standing on dynamite. He also has a monkey bar that has taxidermy monkeys. Oh, hell no. (laughs) Mm Mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope. Did you hear what I just said?
2: A little bit. (laughs) Had to do with, speaking of taxidermying, Neil Patrick Harris has taxidermied monkeys in a room.
0: That is correct.
2: I'm open to that.
0: You think you know a guy.
2: (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) I've always been a proponent. I feel like all of our household pets, we should get taxidermied and leave them near the mantle. You could pet them at night. You could look at their eyes.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all
2: of this is Chris
1: Jenner.
0: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They'd still have fur, Donna. You could stroke them.
0: Casey Musgraves has a joint from Willie Nelson in a frame. Hmm. That's actually pretty clever.
2: Yeah, but then I feel like I'm at some pothead Carney's house. If you have a blunt framed, I get it. It's legal in a lot of places, but you still seem like the person who would go to the carnival just to play the balloon toss game to win that marijuana leaf poster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out.
0: Well, I think Casey is a pothead, so it works for her.
2: Quick update on the traditional death mask. <laughs> death masks. Uh, I'm sorry. Death masks are cast taken from a cadaver. Donna, you're 100 percent right, and it pains me to say that. Thank you. You can get a life mask, which is a cast of a living person. Those are mostly made from wax or plaster using essentially the same technique.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's what creeps me out about it. Is that hmm. why are you waiting till I'm dead to? Make a mask.
2: Look, I'm not on trial here. Ask your girl, Cheryl Crow, why she's got William McKinley after he died, a representation of his face in her house. Yeah.
0: Okay. Where do you well, keep it? Who knows?
2: I just have it in the cupboard to scare guests. Yeah, the coffee cups. Yeah, yeah. R- just to the right. <laughs> ah! Uh I, w-
0: I would think that was bringing in bad ghostly vibes. Hmm. You know, I I don't need something that was on a dead person now on my living room wall. (laughs) Thank you. Let's see. Uh, Zed has a Skittles dispenser. That's the size of a vending machine.
2: I think that's fun.
0: I love that.
2: I imagine that being an entire vending machine, clear view, filled with Skittles, not bags of Skittles. That would be fun. That
0: would be great.
2: Airtight, like you see in, so in the jelly bean fresh.
0: store, you know?
2: Yes. <laughs> or the m and M store in yes. New York. Yes.
0: Yes. Love it. Uh, let's see. Chloe Fineman, very talented, uh, from SNL, keeps her wig collection in her oven.
2: You would do this.
0: Absolutely.
2: Of course, you lunatic. Maybe
0: not wigs. But, but
2: you view ovens and microwaves storage. as Storage
0: storage that's where <laughs> that's it, crazy microwave is where i keep the bread cuz i don't want it on the counter i want like a nice clean
2: look i can't do this with you again but just for the sake oh, of oh, conversation sorry, i don't
0: have a bread drawer oh, remember the potato drawer people <laughs> yeah we who can't, called we, us that one time
2: everybody responded with where they keep their like potatoes like in the
0: basement on the windowsill yeah. i'm like i keep them on my freaking counter
2: potatoes the orphans of the vegetable World, like you, doesn't matter. <laughs> if you have a pull-out drawer in your kitchen, do you? I do. You have a bread drawer, and all you need to do is put I bread have in four that drawer. Of them. Okay, well, but
0: I but what I keep in there is Tupperware.
2: Maybe and- it's time that you downsize for a family of one. Your Tupperware collection, <laughs> and put the damn bread out of the microwave and into a drawer. Bada bing, bada boom, ladies and gentlemen, we just created a bread drawer.
0: <laughs> oh! can I go now
2: coming up That's we up. are going to play a game we're going to play the college of pop culture knowledge and now I'm getting a little nervous now we're about 20 minutes away from me making a confession oh boy. about seeing someone that I know
0: yep.
2: and avoiding them twice yesterday
0: I, I, I don't get you in
2: public and I did something that actually made me hesitate. As I recounted what I did, I actually thought, maybe I shouldn't share this. Maybe this sounds just weird or desperate to not talk to people you know in public. I've long said I avoid people in grocery stores. If I see a neighbor in an aisle, I will look away. I'll buy something else. Yeah,
0: I will too. And I have. But this is someone that we interact with every single day. That's what makes it weird.
2: I cannot tell a lie. It does. <laughs> and our... now
0: you have to face this person.
2: Oh, I'm going to go out the back way. <laughs> 651-641-1071. Uh, call now. College Pop Culture Knowledge. Next. Wow. Donna, no, 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 no. Yeah, Let me do this. Jen Hassen. We Woo! love Chan Hessen Dinner theaters. Donna saw Jersey Boys. I saw Jersey Boys. Loved it. What a great show. I mean, really entertaining. The, the voices... That you hear on stage bringing Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons to life. Pretty remarkable. There was a time when I, we had talked to the director and he was like, oh my gosh, these guys blew me away in the audition. It was unbelievable. And even knowing that, I I was listening and then I was like, I feel like they might be playing a recording at least of a couple of these songs. Like... Sherry, that's the record. No, they were really singing it. It's really incredible. Super talented guys in uh, the whole cast. The storytelling. I learned things I never knew about Frankie Valley in the four seasons. And it was a really well told story. You'll enjoy it. DT.com. that's where you get your tickets. Concert series, they've always got a concert series there. Uh, tribute to Bread is coming up. Tribute to Dave Matthews Band, all sorts. ChanSDT.com. and Chanassend Dinner Theaters, always entertaining you.
0: Donna and Steve here. We're going to play a little game. we got a caller on the line. Mike has his questions prepared. Let's do it. It's time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's the smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun.
1: And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. Zambon. I want to see how smart you are. College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Steve hit the big 8 0 yesterday with his victory. It's uh, now 80 to 74. Oh. That is where we sit. Darn it. But yeah. uh, That's still plenty awesome. of time. Not early. Well, I mean, the year is
2: still. Oh. Donna, are you okay? I <laughs> just happened getting scared.
0: My mic collapsed. Oh, no. Oh,
2: boy. She's fine. Sorry, Mike, as you
1: were. All right, we are going to... Uh, she's fixing the uh, the old mic over there. Uh, we're going to talk today about... Uh, I think this is a fun category. Uh, on this day in 1986, Peter Cetera started a two-week run with this song.
0: That
1: is the glory of love and of course that is from the karate kid part two soundtrack today's category off of that inspiration songs that are way better than the movies they were created for Okay, okay so all of these songs are tied to a movie either were created specifically for that movie or maybe reintroduced for the movie and uh the songs are way better than the movie Okay. okay. Based on my opinion. Okay. So, okay. Pretty much general opinions <laughs> like as well. If you look at the Rotten Tomato score,
2: <laughs> uh, we'll uh, go ahead and bring Chrissy on the line. She's going to be playing today. Hi, Chrissy. Welcome to the Don and Steve Experience. How are you?
0: Hi, guys. Hi.
2: Oh wow, you have a nice phone voice. Uh, where are you calling us from?
0: I'm currently walking around Lake Harriet. Oh, oh that's so nice. That's
2: wonderful. A beautiful
0: day. Yeah,
2: that's really it is. great. It's gorgeous. Uh, yeah, anything else on it. the old uh, summer Wednesday agenda for you after the game?
0: Yeah, uh, driving kids around. Oh yeah, that's always fun.
2: Uber, unpaid <laughs> Uber is what that is. Right. All right. Well, God love you. Uh, it is time for you now to determine who you want to team up with, Donna or Steve, and to reset the the topic is essentially uh, songs that were featured in movies that were just much better than the movie. Like the song we got out of the movie is what we really take away. Donna okay. or Steve.
0: Oh, okay. you hearing the groan I think I, yes yes how about Steve? Steven All right. All thank right. you steven
2: is the man for this moment right. donna do us a fave get us some nice chewy candy okay chewy candy is our goal it's like a game within the game for you donna all As, right, she gave me a look of disdain. <laughs> As Donna steps outside, I'll remind
1: everybody that uh, today, is playing for a pair of movie passes to see an advanced screening of Red, White, and Royal Blue on Wednesday, August 9th at Showplace Icon Theater in St. Louis Park at 7 p.m. Steve, Ooh. let's win that for her. All right, let's do it. All right, let's get it started again. Your category today, songs that are way better than the movies they were made for. Here we go. This long-titled hit from Brian Adams was his best-selling ever. It was featured on the it was the featured track from Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. <laughs> If you really love a woman. No, 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 All right. Got to come back to it. The thorns of this mega hit for seal
2: all for cu- love. The one th- for all
1: the thorns of this mega hit from seal cut deeper than the movie Batman forever ever could Kissed by a rose. The many times covered can't help fallen in love was performed by Elvis for his 1961 film titled this.
2: All right. Think of uh, jailhouse rock. Was that the name of the film he was in? I'm going to say it. I don't think that's right. Um, I'm struggling on the first one too. I need my lifeline here.
1: First one. What is your answer, by the way? Just real quick.
2: What did you say? The, the last word of that song is a one for all. Okay, one for all.
1: All right. We're going to bring uh, Chrissy back on the line here. Chrissy, you heard how Steve did. Do You want me to uh, repeat the questions for you?
0: No, I'm good with all three. I'm, I don't know the last one, so okay. That's so
1: and <sighs> he said, I believe uh, Jail uh, Jailhouse Rock. Right? Is what you said? Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll go ahead and bring Donna back in
2: Come here. On in, Donna. Okay. Oh, <laughs> she brought something chewy. Did you just spray perfume in here? No, I did not. <laughs> just spray perfume in here. You know, a nice hello would be good.
0: <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey, Donna. How'd you do? I
2: don't think well.
0: Yeah, I feel I'm feeling like this. I is had a moment too,
2: where Chrissy came in. You ever feel like you don't do well? Your lifeline comes in and is like, yeah, I feel good with his answers. And you're like, oh, darn it. Yeah. That's how I feel.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Mike? Don't talk yourself out of it, Donna. Okay.
2: Let's, uh, let's... Go into this right. one and see how you do.
1: Here we go. On, let's do this. Are you ready? Again, the category for today, it is uh, songs that are way better than the movies they were made for. Let's start with this one. This long-titled hit from Brian Adams was his best-selling ever. It was the featured track from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Got it.
0: Everything I do, I do it for you.
1: The thorns of this mega-hit from Seal cut deeper than the movie Batman Forever ever could.
0: His from a rose,
1: the many times covered "Can't Help Fallen in Love" was performed by Elvis for his 1961 film titled "This."
0: Can you repeat that? The beginning.
1: The uh, "Can't Help Fallen in Love." Elvis performed it first for which movie? In
0: if, 1961. Uh, the, the Hawaiian one. Let's go to Hawaii. No, the three seconds. The, ah! <laughs> uh, hound dog. You uh, do ain't. No, I don't remember Alrighty. any movies by
2: Elvis. I said Joe House Rock. I don't know. Okay,
0: that's good. That's good. Is that a movie? Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible.
1: Basically from like 1956 to 60, whatever it was, every song he had, had a movie that went with it. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Um, uh, It will start it off with uh, the second one. The Thorns of This Mega Hit from Seal cut deeper than the movie Batman Forever ever could. Mm. Kiss from a Rose. You both nailed that one. Nicely done. Nice. That one, of course, uh, that was actually, I think, released the year before, but then it was re-released and got popular because of Batman Forever. Got it. And the movie was terrible. We'll move on to the next one i guess i shouldn't say the, this movie is terrible i haven't actually seen it the many times covered can't help fallen in love was performed first by elvis for his 1961 film titled this you said jailhouse Rock, roxy i think donna you ended up on hound dog <laughs> you were much closer when you were saying that hawaiian one ah! it is blue hawaii oh
2: man she said let's go to hawaii yes. i believe it was
1: oh, means it all comes down to the first one. This long-titled hit from Brian Adams was his best-selling ever. It was the featured track from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Steve said, all for one. Donna said, everything I do, I do it for you. And that's a W. Nice job.
2: Darn it. Closing the gap. Who sang, let's make it all for one and one for all. Who sang that song? I have no idea what song that is. Hey, Chrissy, you lost. That was also Brian Adams. That was okay. Uh, Chrissy, I'm sorry. I dropped the ball for you. And frankly, you weren't any help either, but together we lost.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Darn it.
2: Darn it. I know. Isn't it the worst when Donna wins because she gloats and stuff? Great. It's awesome. Hey,
0: Donna. Thank you, Chrissy. Bye, Chrissy. Enjoy your day. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, she's sweet. She's
2: a nice phone voice.
1: You guys want to do yeah. tiebreaker? Yes. yes, please. Of course. Here we go. Tiebreaker. I'm surprised I didn't come down to this. I've had to make my tiebreaker questions better because we always <laughs> go to the tiebreaker. But uh, we'll go with this one here. Sorry, Richard Gear. The movie American Gigolo rang, rang. Sorry, let me reread this. Okay. Sorry, Richard Gear. The movie American Gigolo never rang as successful as this Blondie song that was featured in it. Oh, Blondie. Rap Blondie sure Blondie. Rang. Blondie. Uh, Bell. Belle.
2: Uh-oh. Ring my bell. My Ring second option my was to
1: actually play it, which I can do now. Yes, please. Thank you. Close.
2: close. Uh, close. Uh, cl- I'm just want to say what Donna's saying. Close. Uh, close. No, it's Blondie. Blondie. For a million dollars. Have a Blondie song. For Blondie.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's got a wrap in it. No, that's
2: oh, rap shirt. Hang rapture. But Donna's the winner because it didn't come to the tiebreaker. <laughs>
0: yeah. So now what's the score?
1: 80 to
2: 75.
0: Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Plus, technically, for those really keeping score. Don't do it. Don't do it. At, We're going to talk about that. What? At one point, <laughs> through a charitable auction, she was gifted 10 wins. So you could read this more like so 80 to 65.
1: It was We're, 12. It was 12?
0: I can hear you.
2: It was 12? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Somebody's playing with the bumper lanes.
0: <laughs> you ever have it? Wait, wait. You ever? Yeah. Here is an awkward so moment rude.
2: with 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 adult friends, not kids. You ever go bowling with adult friends, and one of them asks for bumpers, and you're like, "All right, we should head home."
0: Yes, it has <laughs> happened. This, this
2: person's 38, and they're like, "Yeah, I'll put, I'll do the bumpers."
0: Okay, but you know, it's even worse than that. Hmm. Somebody hiding from a friend in a store or out and about.
2: Okay. We're going to talk about it. We're going to get this off my chest. I don't feel great about it. I saw three people yesterday that I know at Vikings training camp. I acknowledged one of them.
0: because mm. why? You were like standing next to them in the bathroom?
2: My son pointed this person out. And so I was like, oh, I should say hi. But he doesn't know that I even knew the other two people. So I could hide my sin in secret. I cannot wait.
0: I the cannot story of... Wait.
2: The co worker who I intentionally avoided twice, once using a prop, <laughs> when we come back.
0: <laughs> Welcome back, Donna and Steve, on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. This is time for vulnerability.
2: For laying it out there.
0: It's a moment, not your best moment. Certainly not. Certainly not. But I would like to thank you for sharing. Because I think many people are guilty of what you're about to share.
2: <laughs> for one of the first times in my, you know, five and a half year run with you on this show. For one of the first times on the way in today, I was going back and forth like, should I share this? This this is sort of like an embarrassing thing to confess, certainly publicly. But I also then knew myself and I thought at some point I'm going to say something Probably here, because I feel much safer talking about things oddly in front of a microphone than necessarily one-on-one with people. Ain't that a strange thing? That's the, that's you know, a very the, strange thing. It's something about this microphone, the the listener, the relationship, and we don't have to look at the people that we're talking about. That's right. So yesterday, I took my son to Vikings training camp.
0: Fun!
2: Really had never been there, and it was a really fun experience. Shout out to the Vikings organization, all of the, uh, the the event folks that were working there as well. It's really well run. You go there. They've got games. They've got cornhole. They've got mini golf. They've got concession stands are open. Uh, a field where kids just play around. You can run around on the field and all that kind of stuff. Oh, cool. A separate field where the Vikings practice. And um, you come in. You get a little autograph thing that says, here's who you, you. You scratch this thing off like a lottery scratch off for all you degenerates out there. And you scratch it off. And then it says, line two. And that means that you will go in line, too. And then you open up the program, and you see who that means you're getting an autograph from oh, that day. So cool. you get into that person's line. And so like they just they, they just thought some things out in a really smart yeah. way. And then you get to watch the practice. So it's fun. It was hot as blazes out there yesterday, particularly on the bleachers, these metal bleachers where the sun is reflecting. And it just felt like you were in some sort of a cast iron skillet is this
0: an indoor situation
2: this is all outdoor this is at their new headquarters in egan
0: i thought it was indoor
2: no it's all outdoor and so uh, if you can get there on a nice cool day or an overcast day or like tomorrow they have a night practice okay great time to go there anyway so i'm there and uh you know we people just tons of people fill in they fill up these bleachers for these practices and it's just me and gray it's just buddy time, right? He's going to be going out of town to my parents' house. So I was like, let's just get a little uh, father-son time hangout together. Nice. He really values one-on-one time. So we're going, and uh, somebody walks by me in the bleachers, and my son said, Hey, Dad, that's uh, that's Peter, and that's a friend of ours from church. I was like, oh, yeah, that's Peter. And then Peter had passed by, and then I was like, hey, Peter. Peter. What the heck, man? And I was like, look, we're both here. Look at us. And he was there on a one-on-one with his son. And so we just sort of quickly said hello, chatted a little bit, and then went our separate ways. Saw him again at the end of the night, quickly did a one- or two-minute thing. Didn't, but it wasn't like, hey, should we sit together? We both respected. We went on our thing.
0: Okay. What time is this?
2: This is yesterday, uh, 2.30 to 4.30 is the Vikings practice. Okay. So I then see someone else that I know. And uh, not someone who works in the building, but someone else that I know. And uh, they just sort of quickly pass. And I was like, okay, fine. Then the hits just keep coming. And this is where things get a little squirrely. I suddenly, as I'm sitting in the front row of the bleachers, see Chef Brian, who we call every day at the end of the show for (laughs) soup. Mike and Grant had just seen him in the wild at the 3M Open in Blaine over the weekend and we talked about the discomfort. It's like seeing your dentist at the grocery yeah. store. Yeah, It's just like, oh, what are we going to do here? He passes and he's walking by me and he doesn't notice I'm there. I'm there with a big hat. I got sunglasses on, my grizzly looking beard.
0: When have you ever in your life worn a hat?
2: It was a big sun hat because I knew it was going to be pretty hot out there. So I was like, I can have this to kind of shield me if it gets really hot. So I put that hat on and it's such a very, very incognito and the beard, I look like I was, you know, like the people that has been discovered somewhere. Like, we thought you were missing. Right. <laughs> anyway, I see Brian walk by, and right. I just see him. He doesn't see me. I see him, and I just let him keep walking by. He's there with, I think, a child, maybe two. I don't know, at least a child.
0: Was it crowded?
2: It was crowded, okay, yeah. Okay, so and, that's helpful. So And then he just walks in front of me, and I'm just like, oh, that's right. All right, cool. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not, not going to engage. Gonna, no, I'm not going to engage. He's walking, whatever. So then, about an hour later, and this is where the the moment of shame comes in. I am walking behind the bleachers, we're trying to cool off and go do some activities in the middle of practice that now don't have lines, like cornhole and stuff like that. Sure. And as we come out of doing some little trading card experience thing, I then look up and there I see Chef Brian walking right toward me. I'm on the sidewalk He's on the sidewalk. We're coming right toward each other. But he is turning, (laughs) chatting to his son, specifically saying, I don't think I've ever been that hot in my life. I quote. (laughs) And I was like, oh, yeah, man, it was pretty hot up there. But I then instantly became so like, no, 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 I don't want to do this right now. I just don't want to see someone I know and now talk to them. And here goes five minutes that we're both just going to power through because it feels like the right thing to do. So instead... I then pull up the, the sun hat that I had off. I'm and dying it was, now. The, no, listen, the sun hat was hanging on my back because there's like a little string, so you can just leave it on your back when yeah, you're not yep, wearing yep, it. Yep, 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 I see him. I quickly pull the hat up and act like I'm putting it on, dip my head, and am now shielding my whole face and head from him <laughs> to minimize any opportunity of him recognizing that it's me. And then quickly I do that and then put it back on and then I'm just thinking... Dodge that bullet. And then I thought, wow, you just, by using a wardrobe prop, hid from an adult that you know and talk to every day.
0: Okay. Okay. That is the weird part of it. I'm guilty of the other stuff. I've done that with an accountant before, my tax guy, my ex-tax guy, Mm. who my friend was using. And I had to drop something off to the tax guy because her car wasn't working walked in and like shielded my face right while i'm talking to him face to face (laughs) i had like glasses on and my hair in a weird you know put it up weird yeah so that he wouldn't remember who i was
2: (laughs) it's just a moment of panic and i'm not proud of it should we call him should i confess it because you ran into him this morning and he said what chef brian well
0: he was like hey do you know when steve was at training camp
2: because I posted a picture online
0: and I go yesterday and he's like okay he was wearing some dumb hat and I go oh so you talked to him he goes no I saw the picture of him and he showed it to me yeah and he's like I had to have been there at right the same time because do you have a picture of gray getting the autograph
2: oh yeah I think he was in the
0: same line at the same time
2: yeah. Uh, <laughs> so,
0: yeah, I don't know if we have enough time to deal with what's about to unfold.
2: Well, let's just call him quickly, try to confess. Can we try calling Brian? Well,
0: I'm sure his wife already texted him.
2: She's such yeah, a snitch.
0: <laughs> She's always
2: ratting us out, man. She's on his side.
0: Let me do the talking real
2: quick. That's probably okay, best. Right. I feel uncomfortable. Let's see. How this <clears throat> is Maybe we, he's not expecting a call at this time.
0: I did tell him we would call him. I didn't say when.
2: Have Brian.
0: Brian.
2: This is early. Hey,
0: hey Brian. Hey, have I got a story for you?
1: All right, let's hear it.
0: Steve was at training camp at the same yep. time you were. I'll give you the headline. He purposely hid from you.
1: <laughs> he saw me.
0: He saw you. Not only did he see you, he, you guys walked right past each other, coming towards each other at the same time.
2: And he purposely had. He didn't say anything? Correct. I I hid behind that giant sun hat that I had. Yeah, that thing was hideous. I saw that on Instagram. (laughs) Okay, that's for another time.
0: And Steve would like to apologize.
2: I saw you twice. Okay. (laughs) You first walked in front of me on the bleachers. Uh, We were front row right when you enter the bleachers. Yep. So you walked past me there. And then later we had just come out of this little thing where you can, like, pose with a Vikings player in this AI thing or whatever. Yep. You had just come off the bleachers. And here's my proof. I heard you say to your son, and I quote, and by the way, I couldn't agree more. You said, and I quote, I don't know if I've ever been that hot. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was
2: an absolute oven was it roasting? oh my gosh it was miserable but in that moment i was like he's having a time with his kid i'm here with my kid we don't need to do this yeah, we, we can maybe talk yeah. about it later i would I have had you... to explain to him why you're not in australia and the outback <laughs> <with> that
0: <hat. laughs>
2: that's exactly right
0: but and also in steve's defense he had already run into two people prior and it kind of Hide them up a little bit.
2: Sure. So you so, big time me and yeah. talk to them. Well, that's no, right. one for three. I, I talked to one person out of three that I saw that I knew, Got but it. you were the only person that I A, saw twice, and B, used a prop to hide from. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Hey, don't tell us what the soup is yet. We'll call later for that. Okay. Okay. Right. We'll hey, we're boys, yeah. me and you. Hey, throw another shrimp on the barbie. All right, that's, that's a hat. All right, now uh, this has turned into some sort of hit piece on my hat. The <laughs> sun hat, guys. All, All right.
0: right. Uh, well, he took that well. Yeah. Sort of. I'm sure deep down he's he more hurt.
2: of a. Uh, he strikes me as a say a quick little jab, which I needed that I did, I deserve that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe he'll he'll fester some negative thoughts toward me later
0: yeah he'll go home and tell his wife yeah like, you're not gonna to this. believe this
2: that Patterson really is a d-bag like everybody says it's gonna be something like that
0: yeah oh for sure for sure all right on that note <sighs> i feel better i'm glad just think of this as
2: what do i do you're next not Catholic, time though
0: but this it feels good when you go to confession confession
2: yeah, mm, this is my weird. confession what do i do next time do i keep hiding from people
0: no try not to i mean unless it's someone you went to high school with in which case run you know
2: there's your mixed messaging kids yeah we're gonna take a breather okay when we come back we have got a dirt alert from zamboni and then guess what gwyneth paltrow is doing oh wow